Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, the show season four mix number two. What's up? I lost my voice. I lost my voice. I lost my voice cheering for the San Diego Padres baseball team. Oh, damn. Go sports. Go sports. Sports. Welcome to the Halala Show. Hello, everybody. This is the Halala Show where we talk about everything and anything under the sun. As you guys heard, it is our fourth season. Fourth season, second mix. So we're legit. We got renewed four (laughs) times. We have 300 episodes. Yeah, not many shows. Not many (laughs) shows make it past season one. I know. The persistence (laughs) of us (laughs) just forcing our lives into your ears. Okay, anyway. Um, So today we have Where You Been, where we're just going to talk about, you know, what happened throughout the week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode that we released last week, which was a lot. I feel like it was a lot to take in. And at the same time, you know, us talking about like a month worth of where you've been was a lot too. <laughs> and then we have our TTs. The TTs are the trending topics for today. We have a couple. We are, are going to start with sad news for all the Harry Potter fans. No. Uh, the passing of Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid, no. of course. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that, maybe his career, a little bit about his career and how, you know, what went on with that? And then we have something from Rex Orange County. What's going on with Rex Orange County? He was um, accused of six counts of sexual assault. Oh, no. So we're going to talk about that. I know right. it's just I have some thoughts about it. So okay. we're going to talk about it. And then we also have Maxine Magalona announcing her split with uh, her Ex-husband, now ex-husband. Okay. And then the last thing we're going to talk about is some words that were spoken by Joy Spring. You guys might know Joy Spring, a former radio DJ. She has a podcast, Adulting with Joy Spring. And she she kind of made a statement about uh, her, something about her religious beliefs that rubbed yeah. a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah. So we'll discuss that throughout the podcast. You can skip to those uh, TTs just by hitting the timestamp in the description below. But mm-hmm. shall we begin with where you been, Rika G? Surely. Well, Surely. I'm just going to start with oh. this week, I guess. I mean, if I do remember stuff that happened the past month, then it'll just come up. But anyway, mm. this week, since we last talked, um, we had, okay, so we have this thing in our MA class called a news day, wherein you like go out and get news, like literally like a reporter, nice. which is so, so like, uh, it it puts... Like, it's so much effort on my part because I don't like talking to strangers and I feel like I'm, you know, I'm like bothering them and stuff, bothering them and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, I was discussing this, uh, this idea to my professor and she was like, okay, just make it simple. Make it simple. Think about who you are and what you're doing and what you need to do. So let's say all you need to think about is you're an ME student. You need a good recording and that's it. Like don't overcomplicate things. So that's what I'm trying to do so that I can call up 
like charities and organizations and companies and stuff for their statement for like a radio news bulletin that mm-hmm. I'm doing. So it's, it's pretty exciting stuff, honestly. And it's really putting me out of my comfort zone, which is what you really want, I guess, when you're in a course like this. You know, you don't want to be just, well, me personally, I don't want to be just stuck in a room, yeah. you know, lecture for four hours and stuff. So that mm-hmm. was pretty nice. And it was really nice because we got to, you know, put our skills to the test, not just like interviewing skills, which by the way, um, Uh, I interviewed someone last Friday. Like I literally was relentless. I went to their office. I literally said that I cannot leave here without an interview. Wow. Even even if they said that they're not really comfortable getting interviewed, I explained why I need to do this and blah, blah, blah. So I made them comfortable. And then here's the thing. I put my phone on the table because first of all, like they weren't really comfortable with having the mic on their face. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll put it on the table. And then after the great interview, I listened to the audio and it was crap. Like it was unbelievable. I know it was a learning moment for me. (laughs) Thankfully, I know (laughs) it's like, I did not learn from all the years that we've been on radio. We need good audio, right? Anyway, um, so I showed it to my, well, I let my professor listen and he was very understanding and, you know, he was telling me that, you know, this is a, you know, learning, learning day, (laughs) learning experience next time. Don't put your phone on the table. (laughs) Um, And then we also got to use this thing called Myriad. You know how in our, you know, in our radio station back when we were working in, 93 point rx 93.1 yeah um we use the software Mm -hmm. this time around we're trying to get our hands well we're trying to master this software called myriad which is i think used by a lot of like radio stations and tv stations here so it's all so technical anyway weekend came uh we went to a place called Westfield in London. Apparently, there are like a bunch of Westfields in London, and I don't know where we went to. But is that a it's, mall? It's a it's a mall. Okay, so they it's have a mall that here too. Like, Westfield Mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I know. And somebody told me that there's also a Westfield in Australia or New Zealand or something. Mm. Anyway, um, so it was pretty nice. I mean, it's a mall. So there's like a bunch of stores that you can go into there, luxury brands and stuff. But what's interesting about it is when we went out to go to the park nearby in that street alone, we witnessed a bunch of stuff. So there were these kids on like electric scooters mm-hmm. and they were riding it. Like there were two of them on the scooter and they were riding it pretty fast on the sidewalk. And then they hit a man, like the man toppled over and because they Wait, were with they, like they just a hit a dude of, yeah they hit a dude and oh, the no. dude was on the floor and they were both on the floor oh, and here's the thing they we saw the whole thing because so <laughs> ryan and i had to stop and we tried to listen anyway um the kids were in a group i think so they were in a group and they were like taunting the guy like they were saying fuck off as in, binubuli nila yung guy. Like, ang tapang nila. Damn. Sobra, nagulat din ako. Because, I mean, like, initially you would think or like you would expect that they would be a little apologetic. Yeah. But I did not expect that they would be the one taunting the guy. Like, parang hindi oh, no. pa sila sorry na nangyari yun. Oh, and then, man. so just a couple of steps after that, um, we witnessed this guy just walking past, like, a spot where a homeless man was like 
like lying down. Okay. Nawala din yung homeless, nawala din yung homeless na person. Tapos meron kasi yung parang bag of chicken, like cooked, like fried chicken mm. right there. I, I'm guessing it's his food. And then there was this man who passed by and picked up the the bag of chicken and ate it in front of us. What the fuck? <laughs> and I was asking, I was asking Ryan, I was like, is he the same man? Maybe yeah. he owns the yeah, chicken. Maybe, maybe he changed so, clothes. Yeah, apparently not. It was like a totally different person. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what? Dude, that's a, that's a weird scenario. I know. And we were like, I didn't know that he would like, <laughs> he I didn't expect eating. that he would. He started eating it, like munching. I said, literally dinner time, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I feel for the dude. Obviously, he wanted, you know, he went, he wanted food. He was that yeah. desperate for food. But I was just like, what is ha-? like? I could not, you know, I could not describe right. what was happening. Oh my goodness! But anyway, um, so <laughs> Sunday I went back to Bristol, which was, you know, what the trains back to Bristol was so. I think. I think at that time, like a lot of like the trains weren't really operating and stuff. So I ended up traveling for like four hours, but four no, hours. yeah, no big deal. It, it usually takes me two hours. Honestly, it usually takes me two hours, but this time around, I don't know. I think it, I think like some of the trains were not operating and, you know, like there were strikes left and right. So um, it took me a little over three hours to four, uh, which was okay. Um, and then uh, Monday came and we had a session about like a 10 minute documentary about, about, um, sorry, a 10, 10 minute documentary for our project this term or semester, I guess. Um, and it was pretty cool because our professor there, Nicholas, Stacy, she, I know I just name dropped my professor, but, um, <laughs> she's like, uh, she works for she worked for the BBC and she's like a consultant and she she works with like different podcasts and stuff. It was really cool to get her insight and be like bouncing off ideas from her, like an actual like producer uh-huh. for a show, which is basically why I wanted to, you know, get on this program to get that kind of experience. So yeah. I, I really feel like I'm hopefully I am getting the most out of, you know, <laughs> what I paid for here. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, this morning was a little, it was a little loopy this morning because like a lot of the buses are getting canceled and I don't even know. Oh, yeah, what's going on in, in the country? Is there something going on in the I country? Why are there so many strikes um, and people Yeah, there are so many strikes. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of strikes, not just in the, um, in the, like the train lines, I guess. Yeah. But also in universities, like they're asking for higher pay, which you know what? I was actually talking about this. Um, with my classmate earlier, like I'm not saying that in the Philippines, you know, we don't have problems or whatever, but we're kind of used to, or maybe it's in our culture. What I realized was people mostly kind of like knuckle under, you know what I mean? Like we all know that we have a transportation problem, but there's just like no avenue for us to speak up about it. Or maybe mm. it's in our culture to, culture to kind of just like brush it up. We're very persevere we persevere through hardships I mean, I kind of. uh, they call that what do you call that uh, yeah, resiliency resilience yeah we kind of pride ourselves ourselves um for resilience but i feel like this isn't resilience anymore mm-hmm. i feel like I, I i'm not sure about the word to describe it but you know seeing this kind of like action from people and 
kind of like knowing that you have a voice and you can actually make a change and stuff like that. It's like very new to me. I was Mm. telling her, I was telling my classmate that I kind of just have to be, um, I kind of have to be, what do you call that? Like, kailangan ko masanay. Kailangan masanay that, get you used know, to it. To yeah, I, I want to get used to it. Um, that in this country, I guess, like I could practice, you know, like voicing out concerns and not in like a bigger sense, you know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. in a big scale, but kind of like in the smaller scale of things. I'm not good. I'm not like, you know, like, uh, I don't want to offend anybody, but in the, in the, in the smallest detail, sometimes like they're not afraid to, hopefully I'm not generalizing, but they're not afraid to say that, Oh, uh, you can't sit there. That's for the priority for, you know, for elderly and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Or there, cause usually like for me, whenever I commuted back in the Philippines, whenever I see something that's wrong, usually, usually I would speak up, but most of the time I would be like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to bother them, or like I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm a goody goody person. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had that kind of thinking before, which I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I feel like it's it's a cultural thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are non confrontational. Yeah. Oh, at the same time, we also had voice training earlier i know right voice training um with a bbc presenter which is so cool to actually have like a one-on-one like practice so they what did they teach you i mean voice so what does that they mean? made us yeah they made us read a, a news bulletin like you know like those fast-paced um description of the news for today yeah today like a there's teleprompter like, about, challenge yeah, that like, i saw on uh, tiktok there's a yeah there's like a like a news about police and mm. like this new thing going around for the buses and football, the weather, blah, blah, blah. And um, it was pretty cool because I mean, like we did a lot of like reading on air on, you know, in our job for, yeah. but I- I'm guessing this is in the context of news. Um, what we had for the, for the um, voice training. So okay. it was pretty different. It was pretty nice. Also um, kind of, teaching us about where to breathe at certain like times when you're reading out a bulletin and like how to kind of like in certain news channels they kind of have a template of how they say things or how they sound usually yeah um so that's what they taught us what she taught us so it was a one-on-one session and i felt so lucky because i mean like i feel like you don't get this much this kind of access to an expert like this so mm-hmm. um pretty cool so i took down notes and i what really tried a, I felt like like do you have a is there a barrier with the accent or no no i actually asked that at the end of my session i was like okay in the philippines we were taught with an english american accent so is that gonna be a problem they were like and she my professor my, prof- my professor was like i am i having i don't know how many times I need to tell people that accents are like a reflection of society. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what your accent is, as long as you're understood, you speak clearly, you know, you know what words to hit and you sound, you know, pleasant on air or on TV, then mm-hmm. that's great. Um, especially now, because she works for the BBC, especially now she said that um, they want, you know, they want more, um people 
of different ethnicities, accents, people of color um, on their network because I think they have like this diversity issue going on that they Uh. want to address. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. She said, it does not matter what accent you have. But as long as you're clear, if you're and, hitting uh, the right notes. Hopefully, hopefully, she did say that I have a good command of my damn. voice. Like, damn, sit down, damn. <laughs> stay humble, stay Buy humble. Me a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Anyway, um, yeah. By the way, you know what? I now have my very first trench coat in my 29 oh, years of wow. Ryan got me a trench coat. It's so warm. It's so nice. But I did not expect that a good quality trench coat would be that heavy. It's so heavy. Trench coat, that's the that's the one that's like has like a flap, right? Yeah, it has a flap and it's like really long. So it's really nice. So thank you to my sponsor. (laughs) Trench is it is it khaki or like Cream color, ah, yeah, yeah, it's like a classic brown color. I know, it's like the I classic know. Really color. I know, right? Yes, feel the film, lamig na lamig yun. Okay, anyway, fan. Oh, you're done. Yeah, fancies. Uh, so I lost my voice. Like I said, I was cheering for the Padres, which is the local San Diego uh, baseball team. Mm-hmm. And the reason why uh, we were so hyped is because it's like the first time that they made it to this round of the playoffs since 1998 so it's like 20 plus years, 24 years or something so we were cheering we beat the la dodgers and we were like yeah fuck la <laughs> so, <laughs> that was the chant beat la and uh, so we won that so i lost my voice doing that that's kind of the most recent thing that happened but um i went so over the week i went back to like more nostalgic places that I you know that were memories for me uh Mm -hmm. living here when I was here for college and I visited my old work the movie theater and it's completely well actually it's not completely different same the uh the cinemas themselves like the the hallways and stuff pretty familiar but they changed the it's now assigned seating, which isn't anything new to us, right? Philippines usually assigned seating. Then seating. So before there was no assigned seating, people would come and line up and stuff for movies so that they would get good seats when they came inside. But that's not a thing anymore here. So it kind of felt like it was kind of dead. You know what I mean? There's like no yeah. life inside the theater because people it, are just like is coming it the in effect at of- COVID, Is I guess. the effect of COVID? Yeah. I think so. I think that's when they implemented assigned seating, which makes sense anyway. But uh, it was cool to see just, I mean, I no one I knew was there except for one manager. But it was just nice to see like the popcorn machine. I wanted to ask Ooh. like, can I, can I go back there and just touch it? But I know they wouldn't let me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I touch your popcorn machine? <laughs> that is such a weird request. And then you hey, you on, got people like, eating chicken, random people's chicken over there. It's not the weirdest thing. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine you're like stroking the side and you're like, hey, baby, I miss baby, you. <laughs> I miss you, baby. I miss and cleaning your popping. oil. Keep popping. Keep popping. <laughs> popping, baby. <laughs> No, that was cool. And then uh, so while I was there, I said I figured I might as well watch a movie for old time's sake. And I told you in the last mix, I was going to watch that movie Bros, B-R-O-S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. Uh, It was like a seven out of ten. It was pretty funny. 
just uh the main guy Billy Eichner do you know Billy Eichner like Billy on the street yeah yeah Billy on the street I don't know something but I can't really stand him in general like I never found Billy Mm -hmm. on the street funny like I find it I find him kind of annoying uh so maybe that's why I didn't really like it as much because he he -hmm. himself is like I find him annoying (laughs) but he wasn't like invasive he is pretty invasive yeah he's pretty invasive uh although his character is not as invasive in the movie he mm-hmm. does play he plays a podcaster okay uh, yeah, he plays a podcaster who is also like one of the curators for a lgbtq ma- museum that they're putting up and that's kind of like the the gist of his storyline like he meets someone it's a lot like um it's kind of like friends with benefits you ever watch friends with benefits yeah or mm-hmm. or like no strings attached it, it mm-hmm. has it has elements of that. Uh, it's a Judd okay. Apatow movie, I think. So it's it's one of those like uh, it has the same kind of. Like, does it break the fourth wall, kind of thing? Not yeah. really, but it, it has the same line of humor as like Forty Year Old Virgin and Right, uh, yeah, 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 Knocked Up, I guess. Kind of that kind of it has that kind of feel to it. It was okay. The main, the other, the the love interest. I forgot his name. He's so attractive. It's Who great. I forgot his name. I gotta look at it. I have to do it just because dude, he is so good looking. Luke McFarlane. His name is Luke Ooh. McFarlane in real life. Dude, he is so he looks like he's not real. <laughs> he, he looks like a computer generated model. Dude, he is so good looking. Like it's just unbelievable if you watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, bros. So I watched bros. Um, after that, oh, I went to the next, uh, I think it was the next day or two days after I went back to my alma mater since we're, you know, you're in university. Oh. I felt a little jealous. I was like, I want to go back. I want to <laughs> go back to school. So I went, I went to my old campus. Do you really? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but I went back to my old campus, uh, UCSD or University of California, San Diego and I got I, I kind of went through all the I mean I don't remember where any of my classes were because I wasn't really super invested in school like classes back then but I went to all the places that I rem- remember having fond memories of like the library is really cool like, like I really like going to the library because the wi-fi was free and yeah. I, I used to just chill in the ground level and study there uh, and I bought some school merch, man. I have a alumni oh, wow. sweater now. I was like, is <laughs> this too pretentious? Me. I was like, is this too pretentious? It says UCSD alumni on it. <laughs> but did you do you have like alumni perks? Perks? I, I feel like we do like we but we have to sign up for it or, or like apply oh, okay. to the alumni program or something. So I didn't really have any perks going there. Uh, but it was just cool to see all the places I used to walk. The, the campus is still really nice. I spent $84. They just let you walk in. Yeah, they just let you walk in, man. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually, I still look like a student. I like no one questioning. I don't know. Maybe if I was like yeah. a weird old guy just walking around, it would have been a. <laughs> but uh, the, yeah, there, the, there's visitor parking. You just pay, it was like four bucks for two hours, which is actually really cheap in America. So four uh-huh. bucks, two hours. My cousin and I just walked around. We could even, I, I feel like we could even, it was a sun, it was a Saturday. So mm-hmm. we, there, I think there are Saturday classes, but it was mostly, I think, just students chilling, students who live on campus chilling over the week. Uh-huh. But I feel like we could have walked into a class and sat down, I think. 
I'm not. Yeah. Sure. I feel like no one would have stopped us, right? Uh, Unless the professor knows the their class. student. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, rare. <laughs> that is yeah. rare because there's like hundreds of you in the class. Oh, okay. And then I bought merch, the student merch, so that it cost me 80 bucks, bro, for a sweater <laughs> and uh, and a pair of shorts. But the shorts are Under Armour branded. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to wear these forever. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much like the week. So the Padres and then we had the yeah movie theater. It's just eating. You know, I fucking I was telling you before we started recording. Yeah, there's I ate cookies for breakfast because I'm a degenerate. And it's just there. <laughs> And you they, were you, you know, were blaming have, America for dude, it. They have it's because America has everything here, and I don't know what it is. The, the my family members here, and even when I was visiting, remember I came from Alaska and and Washington. Yeah. My family there as well. They always have so much shit. I don't understand. Like they that's, always have so much well, that's snacks. Consumerism on for you, man. Dude, it's like they have snacks on deck, and then they don't touch it. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't understand. Like, I don't know. Maybe they do that here in the Philippines, too. But I always just buy maybe, stuff. Maybe that, in like a smaller scale. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I, you know, when I buy for my groceries, I literally am out of food after a week here. They buy for a month, but then there's still food. There's still like junk food here, but they're like, oh, no, we're out of food. <laughs> and let's go buy some more. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's so strange. It, it, it Maybe, maybe it because like, like you know, because it's it's, you know, like. It's the land of buying stuff. It is. It's so easy and accessible. Everything is just, you can buy from your phone. And then when you're in the grocery store, like they really make, like they really set up the grocery store so that you would really buy something. Yeah, I think it's the the self-checkout, you know, because Uso do Mm -hmm. self-checkout. I feel like, I feel like when you do self-checkout, you're just like, because I I think if you go in line, I I feel like you start thinking about what you're buying. (laughs) Whereas self checkout, no. you just go, you just put it. Oh, maybe I'll get this. You throw in your card, and when you get to the self checkout, you're already there. It's like fuck it, I'll just buy it. I feel yeah. like that's what that's kind of like what's happening in the world. It's it, I don't know. I just I just find it so crazy that there's so much food everywhere, dude, and nobody touches it. That's why I blame America, but it's my fault. It's it's also <laughs> maybe like the serving. Yeah. Usually they would come in like big bags or yeah, like, ng pumpkin pie nila. it's only yeah. five bucks. The the pumpkin pie is five dollars and it's huge. It's like I don't know, like 15 inches. I don't even know how to <laughs> it's so big. Is it the time of the like the pumpkins or yeah? Because yeah, it's Halloween time. That's when uh that's when that's when pumpkins are in season, October. Pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice out. latte, pumpkin carving, pumpkin everything. It's it's all there. So yeah, that's pretty much my week. I can't think of. I mean, besides just eating random food and <laughs> talking. Oh, I, I guess one more note that I I wanted to talk about. I don't know if it's the same there, but the people in the states they're they're so uh, small talky. They love to small talk. Yeah, do they do that there too? Does everyone who you you pass? Do they like greet you? Not no, not everyone. But in stores, there are sometimes like it would always be, "Hey, you all right? Hey, you okay?" And yeah. and usually it would just be them greeting you, "Hello," but they right. don't really want to know if you're okay. So I, I've kind of gotten the hang of saying, "Yeah, I'm fine." You and then they're just gonna be like, "I'm all right myself." And then I, I don't, I'm butchering. <laughs> no, the I accent, get, but I get it. That's no, usually I, what they say. That's great. 
No, here, because they every everywhere you go, everyone just wants to. You know, they're just talking to you. <laughs> at Costco, uh, we were at Costco, and uh, this one guy, he was just like, "Hey, how's your day going? Buying some good food." <laughs> Like I hope so. <laughs> like, what do you say? Right? I don't what know. Do you say to those people? I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, that's America for me. Uh, and uh, Finn, shall we start with the the TTs for today? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, what well, pal? Let's start with Robbie Coltrane. Okay. Robbie Coltrane. Rest in peace to Robbie Coltrane. If you don't know who he is, you've probably seen him on the Harry Potter franchise, the movies. He played Hagrid in the Harry Potter films. He died at the age of 72 as no. confirmed by his yeah. agent. Uh, although the Coltrane family has not disclosed the cause, uh, they did. They have said, at least it's been reported, that he has been unwell for, some, for quite some time. So he's been sick, apparently, according to uh, sources. But they haven't divulged what was the actual cause or sickness Mm-hmm. Of why he passed, but he passed at 72, which I think is still relatively young, right? I think 72, yeah, especially if he's wealthy and has money and can afford health care. So he must have been pretty sick. But just in case you didn't know, he is also a very established actor, even before Harry Potter. And I have not watched um, anything that he's been in except for James Bond. Do you remember James Bond? He played, uh, he played like an ally to, I think it was Pierce Brosnan's mm-hmm. James Bond. He was a, okay. the Russian guy, the KGB agent, I think. So he played that. And then he was in a detective show, which I have only heard of now because of his passing. But a lot of people recommend his show called Cracker. Have you heard of it, Rika G? Cracker? No. Yeah, he played like a detective, an anti-hero detective, according to the article. But he, it's kind of like he had a lot of skills to catch criminals. Like, I think mm-hmm. he used to be a criminal or something like that. Uh, so that show's called Cracker. So if you haven't seen that, and I, I feel like I want to go watch it if there's a way I can find online or something. But he he got the role of Hagrid where he played the eight foot six half giant Hagrid, the groundskeeper at the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And one of the quotes that has been circulating after his death is if you watch the, did you watch the reunion, the Harry Potter reunion? I did. I did. Yeah. So he had one line there. I don't know what, I don't know if you remember it, but it's not word for word. Uh, but it's something like, even though I won't be around in whatever, mm-hmm. like 30, 70 years or whatever, Hagrid will always be there. Or something. Oh, that's true. Yeah, And he said that he, his, I know. Kids, there- kids, kids will love the movies down the line, you know? Yeah, there are multiple like times in a year where where I just rewatch all the movies, mm. and I know people will come at me saying that I haven't really read the books, but it's just the movies really get to me. It's just the characters, especially Hagrid. Hagrid plays such a big role mm-hmm. in all of the movies. The first one, especially, yeah, you know, when he, he delivered. He delivered yeah. literally delivered Harry Potter. The cake too. He brought the cake. I know. Uh, yeah, cake. he bought the cake. I know. Um, but yeah, rest in peace. And he will always be remembered. Definitely. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, there's a there's a nice quote here that I just found from the agent of Robbie Coltrane, who said that because of his role as Hagrid, he would receive a stream and quote. Here's the quote, a stream of fan letters every week. For the past wow. 20 years, he has received fan what? letters 
every week because of his role as Hagrid. That is pretty, pretty, like, I'd like to say that that is a, you've left a great legacy at that point, Yeah, right? definitely. Dope, man. Wow. So 20 years, you're receiving letters every week just because you played an iconic character mm-hmm. from a franchise. Dude. It made me, I you know what, I remember that one movie where he was accused of i think when it's it was a uh, number two uh, prisoner of ask uh chamber secret no wait was he accused and then, and they remember when uh who's this litheran dude again malfoy malfoy when yeah. malfoy got kicked by the the creature oh, that they were handling in the forest yeah and yeah, it, yeah my father's gonna hear this or something yeah yeah <laughs> Um, and then remember like they wanted to kill that creature yeah prisoner of azkaban yeah gosh i'm like buck beak i know buck yeah buck beak by name then yeah yeah i think i I mean i was like whatever (laughs) 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 yeah yeah Yeah, a lot of the actors of course have come out i mean the harry potter actors have kind of come out and shared their fondest memories uh the guy who played ron weasley see rupert grint said that he remembers robbie coltrane uh, specifically by his smell uh on set which was (laughs) smells of cigars and beard glue I guess they, <laughs> I guess they had to glue his beard on, huh? Yeah. Like it wasn't really a full beard, right? Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it just it's just it's it, it's sad news, but that quote that uh, he said in the reunion really does stand true that he will be remembered forever, like he will never be forgotten. And I think that's a yeah. a great legacy to leave behind, right? Definitely. I mean, as much as it is a loss, it is also a celebration of his life and his effects on all of these people, all the fans, despite, you know, the author of the books being a little controversial controversial nowadays. She doesn't like to be out of the limelight. But, you know, I feel like the movies and the books already, it's it's you know it's like a creature in itself uh-huh. already that it's like separated from the author <laughs> yeah well there we go all right any more thoughts on robbie coltrane that's it man Wapow. Right. let's move on now to rex orange county so some people yes. might not be familiar with that name or mm-hmm. if they are slightly familiar it's maybe because they've heard one of his songs but rex orange county is a musician uh, yes. with a bunch of, he's got a bunch of hit songs. He, he has, yeah. Really feel good songs. Yeah. And it's very, it's, it's so unattached from the issue that's circulating um, right now about okay. him. So his real name is Alexander James O'Connor. And then he was accused of assaulting a woman uh, six in six occasions between June 1 and June 2. So allegedly he assaulted a woman twice. I'm guessing this is just one woman. Right. Um, twice in London's West End, one in a taxi and then three times at his home in Notting Hill. And so he had to, um, he had to cancel a bunch of shows and also released um, a statement saying that he is shocked and obviously denies uh, all the rumors and uh, looking forward to clear his name in the future. Now, uh, you know, this is such a, it's, it's always an important 
conversation, mm-hmm. I feel like, but it's always a difficult one. And l- we've been saying this time and time again, that whenever it's a difficult uh, conversation, it's supposed to be talked about. But you know what? Um, I came across this one episode on The Bold Type. I don't know if you guys watch it. It's on Netflix. But there's this character there. Um, um, coincidentally, his name's Alex as well. And he's a guy. And he was asking his ex about a date that they had and um, asking the experience that she had on the date. And apparently on that date, the girl said that she felt like she was forced. But mm. on the the perspective of the guy of Alex in his eyes, it was just a date. It was part of the game. Like if, if you don't like at the end of the day or at the end of a date, if you don't kind of convince a woman, you know, to get it on with you or maybe just a kiss or like whatever, Mm -hmm. do something, you don't have game. You know what I mean? Like it's such a different experience for a woman for a cis woman and a cis man, if they're in a heterosexual relationship, it's such a different experience. And I feel like it is one of those experiences that is just, um, I'm not, it's just that you cannot explain it to the other party. Mm. I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah, because they would so, feel uh, sometimes it for happen. them, it was just a normal date. Yeah. But for them, it was just them, you know, like, upping up their game mm-hmm. but for the other party and it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl if you're gay or a lesbian if the other party does not feel does not feel comfortable with what you're doing especially when they have expressed um what do you call that like um reject or like no i don't want to do this yeah you yeah. don't want to stop Ex- uh what do you call it it is Im- not rejection or basta. I know what you're talking. I'm looking about. for a word. Yeah, yeah I'm looking I, for a word. But when they have already expressed that they don't want to do this, yeah, they're adamant about yeah uh, mm-hmm. their stance on this. Yes, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, what I'm saying is, I know that we're totally like we're talking about a totally different show now. It's just that I I feel like. There's a there's an element in this issue with Rex Orange County that for him it was a different experience. Like for him, he was just being mm-hmm. himself. But for the other party, maybe maybe it's similar to that uh, Aziz Ansari thing we talked about. Yeah, yeah, back. yeah. Pero parang mas malalato Rex Orange County. Yeah, because it's so difficult, especially these days, because obviously we would also get reports of you know um people faking it people faking sexual assault to get back to the person or stuff like that which obviously like we said it does not help the cause it does not help anybody okay yes um so it i feel like it's so hard to you know like to kind of like quantify whose fault is it or or who should we blame? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what? I feel like parang dapat pakinggan. You know, whoever whoever accused another person, I feel like dapat talaga pakinggan sila. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just they should always too much, Yeah, there's just too much shit in the world for you not to listen to a person's side of the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I mean, I kind of agree with 
with Rex Orange County kind of, you know, canceling shows and wanting to like take care of this. Um, and on the other side of things, um, fans have been burning their merch, tearing up their shirts and fans with sweaters. this tattoos too have kind of been <laughs> regretting it. I know. I mean, yeah. like for you to have a for you to have a um a tattoo of Orange County. No, because his his lyrics good. his lyrics uh, I feel like are very yeah. tat- tattooable. If that makes yeah. sense, you know, mm-hmm. like he has pretty good lyrics that are like you said, feel good and. Uh-huh. positivity etc etc there are a lot of like things to unpack here because as a music musician obviously um you have an effect on people especially your music but what if you do something outside of your music is it for you is it is it totally okay for you to still support the music but not the person or uh, that's the separating head, art and the person I know, right in your head is it when you're supporting their music, you're still supporting, supporting the them? Well, technically, I remember you are, this right? was an issue. Yeah, kind of technically, financially at least. I mean, even <laughs> a stream on Spotify yeah. technically counts as revenue mm-hmm. for the artist. So, in some way, yeah, I, I I get it. I mean, for I've also read that thing on, for example, Kevin Spacey. Right, Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a lot of uh, bad things. And he yeah. got canceled for for the things that he did. But he was in a lot yeah. of movies that involved other people that weren't canceled. Yeah. And uh, so it's like, can you watch it? Do you have to skip it? Because this one not good person was yeah. in it, but there were other people who worked hard and actually put their... Because, you know, Kevin Spacey's a great actor. So mm-hmm. it, it definitely doesn't take away from the movie in terms of his acting ability but can you get look past his personal character that you would still be able to enjoy it? Yeah. It's a, it's a you know, I, it is, it is. And I feel like it's also a personal thing. Like, yeah. I feel like we don't have to resolve this issue right away or to resolve this idea right away. It's just that I'm guessing in the future, it's really hard. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I always feel for the person, you know, who, who experienced this assault. It's, it's never, it's never an easy thing to go through, especially when it's out in the public. Mm-hmm. It's hard enough when you have, you know, your personal issue that you, you went through this, but for it to go through the public and seeing that I'm sure that people are still supporting Rex Orange County. There will mm-hmm. always be, you know, two two groups, someone who's, you know, canceling them and someone who's supporting them. Yeah. And for you to see that, for you to see that, I'm I sure. Mean, it's very it's, similar with the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing as yeah. well. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not the same case per se, but they that kind of division that occurs because yeah. of well a because you still are waiting for the facts to come out mm-hmm. it's still there's still a lot to uh, uh, uncover mm-hmm. but you see already immediately people taking sides based on personal bias etc yeah. and it's hard to it's hard to take that out sometimes especially if you're a fan mm-hmm. or if you're a, a hater on the other end of things yeah, yeah you can't really change people's minds sometimes mm-hmm. and that's why it is tough to get people to listen yeah. to but other you- things but you know, when when it comes to issues like this, I feel like I, in my head, I just want to simplify it that a person was sexually assaulted, and they are now speaking out, and somebody, somebody should you know be responsible for that. Yeah, 
right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so, because imagine it's such a it's such a personal thing to deal with, and then a lot of people are chiming in as well. It is, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, the complexity it, of that. Yeah, <laughs> you're already like putting it out there, and then there's people <laughs> commenting, and of course, not all the comments are going to be on point or accurate. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just throw stuff into the void that messes everything up and confuses people. Mm-hmm. And you add into that all the trolls and the, the Twitter, yeah. like the misogynistic people on Twitter, yeah. which happens all the time. Because just to, just to kind of end on this point, there's a female uh, game streamer right now. There, she kind of went trending on Twitter yesterday because mm-hmm. apparently she, during her streaming career, she pretended she was single. She wasn't, you know, she didn't have a boyfriend, but apparently turns out she's actually married and okay. her husband is the one kind of behind the scenes running everything. So okay. yesterday she was on stream and she started like breaking down and crying while she was mm-hmm. on the phone with her husband and her okay. husband was being like super like aggressive, like, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then she even showed text messages like the husband threatened to like close off their bank account because he has access what? to all of it and threatened her uh, their dogs and whatnot. So fucked up. Right. Uh, but then if you see in the comment section, you know, you'd think like, oh, my God, this guy is so evil and we got to protect her. But if you look at the comment section, some comments are like. Yeah, but she deceived us for pretending she was single. Like those, those are, yeah, it's so crazy, man. You're like, what are people's priorities in life? Uh, look at uh, if you want to follow. Like, I mean, I'm not. I'm probably not doing enough justice to the story. But the name yeah. of the streamer, her name is I think Amaranth. A M R. Let me just let me kind of Google it so I get there. Hey, here we go. A M O U R A N T H. Amaranth. Yeah, Amaranth. She's actually trending on like she has news articles on Yahoo and Insider. So it's being Shit, picked up okay. by, by mainstream media now. So if you want to follow what's going on with that, go check it out. It's pretty it's pretty it's pretty bizarre and, and kind of scary. Yeah. If you hear the phone call. So, yeah, it's kind of like that. Like the, the obvious thing would be like, hey, man, she's in trouble. But there's mm-hmm. there's always someone out there that's just weird and crazy and dumb. Mm hmm. Uh, that's why yeah. people are afraid to speak up because yeah. there are people like that out there, which is so crazy. Yeah, it's just sometimes, you know, I kind of think and if other people are thinking the same thing, like, how can you how can you how can you help these people? Like, yeah. how can you help the cause? How can you be part of the solution? It's sad, but I guarantee you that a person close to you is going through the same shit. A woman, anybody is going through the same shit. And for you to just lend, you know, an ear, you know, listening ear or maybe a cry, you know, like a a shoulder to cry on. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would would be a big help, you know, for the cause, because sometimes it's such a big problem and you see it in such a big scale but and you don't realize like how can i help like how can i be part of this solution well first of all don't be a creep okay yeah second of all if you can help the person close to you a sister a brother a friend a classmate and you know go about it in a safe way you know there are 
charities out there where you can talk to for free. You know, there are helplines and, you know, um, like offices in universities and in in companies, right, for you to address this. And if you can help in like those small ways, I feel like, you know, that's already a big step. There we go. Yeah. Well said. All right. Uh, shall we wap out to the last TT? Oh, no, sorry. Second to last TT of the day. Yeah, second to the last. All okay. Right. So we have Maxine Magalona which is the daughter of Francis Magalona and Sister of Sab. If you guys know her, um, she just posted on Instagram. It's a lengthy post. You guys should just go on her, on her Instagram. But basically, she announced her official split with her husband, uh, Rob Manankil. Manankil. Mm. Uh, they've been together for four years. And it was actually like a... I don't know how to describe it. Obviously, it's a sad occasion. It's a sad situation that they're, they've broken up. But I'm guessing, you know, she, like people thought that how she addressed it and how she approached the issue was so um, what do you call it? classy, I guess. She posted a photo of herself wearing her wedding dress for the last time um, yeah. with that announcement. So, I mean, just yeah. some celebrity news for you. Yeah, the caption um, says seven ways to move on after a breakup. We're not going to read through all of them, but it just says yeah. seven ways to move on after a breakup. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty, it's actually, it's not that, it's not that yeah. long of a caption. So if you want to go read it, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, basically, it's just talking about how to move on from a breakup. And, you know, there are a lot of people who want to, kind of um, feel like they're not alone in their moving on process. And we do move on differently from each other. It's not as easy as one, two, three, you know? <laughs> I like uh, if you read the, the the fifth point about the seven ways to move on, there's one thing that I like about her caption, or this is uh, mm-hmm. a, a highlight rather. Number five was understand that your ex is also just like you. A soul who is figuring its way through this lifetime. The mm-hmm. traumas, pains, and suffering are just the same as yours. Uh, I think I like that. I like that statement a lot because it really, sometimes when you break up, you're like only thinking about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, you're like, why? why, why I mean, as you should, you? you should also think no, about yourself. It, it. But it's also kind of nice that you fra- she framed it in that way uh, to show like, I think that's a maturity thing as well. You know, the older you get, you start kind of realizing yeah. it's not always about you. There, like people are going through the same thing that you are. Or if you're, if you were with someone, you know, they're like, oh man, they have feelings too. <laughs> you know, you know we, maturity. That's time. not in my vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that point that she made right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything you want to say? Anything else you want to say about Maxine Magalang? I mean, that's it. So yeah. if you are going through a breakup. Or you're, if you're moving on from something, it doesn't even have to be a relationship. You know, yeah. there are a lot of things out there that feel like a breakup from a relationship when you're quitting your job, you're moving to, you know, like a new different city, country. Mm-hmm. different countries. So, you know, you can always, always talk about it with a friend or you can shoot us a message and oh, we yeah. can talk about it too. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Shall we what yeah. pow? Wapow, last one. Last one. We're talking about Joy Spring. Joy Spring, okay. uh, you might know her. Once again, she's a podcaster. She has her own podcast, Adulting with Joy Spring. She's a event host, TV, former. I don't know if she still hosts on TV, but she's hosts on TV, on radio. And uh, there was a clip 
a video clip from the podcast that she has uh, where she had a guest, Will Dasovich, of course, the blogger. Mm-hmm. You might know him. And they were talking on this episode. It was called Unpacking Christianity. I think it's the second part. Uh, okay. So look at, if you want to listen to the whole thing for yourself. But the clip that went viral was Joy Spring and Will Dasovich talking about um, like will non-believers. People, yeah, non-believers and what will happen. What is their fate after they die? And people were kind of shocked by her bluntness and her her really her belief in her statement that she says, uh, and you can just go listen to it. So basically, she said that people that don't believe in Jesus will go to hell and suffer in eternity forever. (laughs) Her words straight up after Will asked her, like, yeah, so what happens to people don't believe? And they said she'll go. They'll go to hell and suffer in eternity forever. And it kind of shocked a lot of people because you're like, wait a minute, what if we don't believe or what if we don't believe in your religion? So there's so many questions that get generated from that statement alone. Uh, So, you know, face judgment and go to hell is a pretty, pretty. uh, It's a strong, (laughs) strong statement to make. (laughs) (laughs) It is. She did explain it, though. She She did did have. No, she backed it up with verses from the Bible and, mm. you know, like stuff that she believes in. It's just that I guess for some people, the, you know, the issue here is that statement that yeah. it can be misleading, even if you're a believer or not. I mean, like you wouldn't want your faith to be kind of represented in that way. Right. I, I guess um, I would hope not. Unless, I but mean, you know hopefully what? not. But I you mean, know like, what? there like, are I, a lot of people. Yeah, 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 there are people that were like, she said the right thing. Yeah, she she yeah, yeah. She, she didn't say anything wrong, or or like she's right in what she said. Like there are people who yeah. are really they have full conviction behind what she said as well. Yeah, you know what though, I feel like it's like one of those things where you wouldn't really understand unless you're part of it, unless you've had that type of conversation and you're in, you know what I mean? Like you're in the circle. Yeah, yeah. I get <laughs> if, you're, if you're part of the religion, yeah, I feel like Stila, they do have that statement, but they kind of understand the complexity of it. And I'm actually trying to be um, understanding myself. Obviously, at first, I felt, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to be open minded about it. At first, because when I heard that statement and I was watching the clip, I was really shocked of how sure she was with her words. And I was like, I know I got to respect it in some way. I'm like, damn, she is not afraid to say these things that will piss off a lot of people. (laughs) It was like one of those things where, let's say I'm the producer of that show. I want to be like, cut. Are you sure about that? Do we want to re-record a little bit? (laughs) Because as much as, you know, it, let's say it is the truth. It is your truth. And, you know, what you're saying is backed up by Bible verses and, and, and sermons. Yeah. I feel like everything, like everything that you put out on the internet, it, you know, people take it face value. Well, yeah. So you also have that sort of kind of responsibility mm-hmm. to, yes, you can speak your mind, but you have to be kind of some way you have to be responsible for what you say at the same time yeah if you do want to say that you, you know you kind of have to be ready for the consequences yeah i mean because the yeah. the thing about me about her statement especially the follow there's like a follow-up statement will dasovich asked her like can a murderer get into heaven based off of her like what she was explaining yeah. and, she, and she said that 
as long as they honestly repent for their sins, mm -hmm. they can go to heaven. And then, then he countered by saying, so if there's a good person but doesn't believe versus a murderer, you know, who did, you know, did evil things, but then actually repents and believes. So the murderer would go to heaven and the other person wouldn't. And she said something mm -hmm. like, yeah, like that's the, that's the logic that follows. And it kind of makes you think, yeah. what? That's kind of weird. It's like you can yeah. do as much evil stuff as you want, as long as you repent, like you can still get into heaven versus if you don't do any bad things, but you just don't believe <laughs> that you won't. It, it feels wrong. It's Log so complicated. The logic doesn't follow. Yeah. It's, but because you know what, for me though, I think it's a personal journey. Religion really is so personal for me. That's why I feel like if you do go through that in your life, let's say you did, you are a murderer and you did all these bad stuff and you are, you know, you are trying to repent for your sins and you believe that you will get into heaven um, because you are, you know, you're trying to make yourself better, then that's your personal journey. Yeah. You know, you like know I said, I, mean? I respect her a lot for sticking yeah. by with her guns because yeah. dude, I don't know. I don't I feel like, damn, that's a <laughs> that's a really mm -hmm. divisive thing to say. And she, she, she's I, I like, wonder, I'm not though. afraid to say it. And I think I was like, yeah. that's pretty, uh, you know, even though I don't agree with her statement, I'm like, damn, that's pretty that's pretty brave. <laughs> I know. But if you really think about like, you know on a logical se like sense or lens. I mean, these terms that we're using, heaven and hell, yeah. you know, I feel like they're all human made. No, you know, yeah, that, that, concept, that's your belief, right? Do you believe in it or yeah, not? Because yeah, yeah. I'm not really, like, I think I've told you before, like, I'm not super yeah. sure about anything. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know which God. Nobody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> even no, them. even them, they're not sure, but they, they fully believe in like they have a, a mm -hmm. belief. Me, I don't know what, what what's mm -hmm. right or what I think is really true. But I, I think I can uh, assert or ascertain or I don't even know the word, but I feel like I can differentiate mm -hmm. between right and wrong. Yeah. And I feel like I mean, that's the only don't thing that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm just really trying to understand her. And I'm really, I, I'm also trying not to be affected by that statement. So th that's why I keep telling myself that, you know, all of these things, it, these are all made by humans. And, you know, you believe, you believe what you want to believe and what you, what makes you what do you call this? Like, what makes you feel better? Yeah. Like, to be but honest. Then, the way I, but I, if you, if you really believe in a certain way, for example, me, I'm not a super believer in heaven or hell, et cetera. Yeah. Should I even be affected by what she says? Because if I don't really believe in it, then why would I be like, oh my God, am I going to hell? Yeah. Based on her statement. That's just how I see it. Like, I could understand people maybe in her or, Cause she, I think she's a Christian. I don't know what denomination yes. of Christian or like whatever, like, like you know how they have different, I think it's a born yeah, again, Christian. right. You know, how they have so many different kind of levels of yeah. Christian, Christianity. I could understand people who are in Christianity who are uh, mad at her because they, maybe they feel she's misrepresenting mm -hmm. their beliefs. I could understand people being mad at that, but if you're a non-believer, if you're an atheist and you truly believe you're an atheist, like I don't believe in any sort of religious thing. I don't think it mm -hmm. should affect you. Yeah. Well, at least I don't think it would or it shouldn't, because if you don't believe in it, then it's like she's playing with made up words for you. you yeah. Know? 
So me, I'm not super offended. I'm not offended at all, actually. But I get why people are offended. Yeah. You know? You know, I I was just a little rattled with her statement because I'm a Roman Catholic and that is my religion of choice. Mm. Although I do not practice till the very, like, you know what I mean? I don't practice a lot of the traditional things that a Roman Catholic does. But in my head, like I said, what makes me feel better is that in my head, I tell myself that it's a personal journey. I have a relationship with Jesus and with God that I can only describe it to myself. That's why maybe I'm a little bit affected because it's such a public thing to say. You know what I mean? You are so influential. You know that you're influential. You know that a lot of people will listen to you. And for you to say such striking statements, I feel like, you know, it's just, I mean, you kind of have to be ready for what people are about to say, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I feel like, you know, she's she doesn't really care, honestly. <laughs> I, I if if she's Hopefully on that she, if she's on that level of uh, you know, if yeah. she really is on that level of conviction with her beliefs, yeah, she shouldn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she shouldn't, shouldn't care. Yeah. Although, although I get why like why people think that she should change her state. But if that's how you feel, yeah. like it, it, I think it's it's rather a question of if you agree with her, then you're like she's mm-hmm. doing the right thing. If you don't agree with her. You can't force her to change her. Yeah. But you can maybe have a, like the word we always use, like have a conversation, discuss it, blah, blah, blah. But if she's so set, like, dude, just watching the thing, she was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're going to hell. (laughs) I was like, oh, there's no change. She thinks I'm going to go. I know. There's no changing what she feels about this. Like, there's no way she's going to change her stance on this, no matter what you say. So I think it's best to leave it alone. Like if, you know, there's a lot of people who are mad at her on Twitter and whatnot, but if you really believe in your own belief, then it shouldn't really mm-hmm. affect you, you know? Yeah. I mean, like she is not a, like, she's not the, she's not the rule maker. Yeah. So if you don't believe what she says, then just scroll away, scroll. We have been on the internet long enough that you can, you have the choice to scroll away. scroll away and you know we are looking at for number one man yourself absolutely absolutely so, <laughs> so if uh, it does not benefit you in any way let's get out of there airplane there, mode <laughs> airplane mode let me introduce you to airplane <laughs> mode <laughs> all right any more thoughts on this joy spring thing ricka g that's it man i'll see you in hell right that's what i'm gonna say to my friends i'll see you in hell <laughs> oh gosh uh anyway um we have something special coming out this week as Ooh. well Rika G. okay All it's right. gonna be uh well, actually it's kind of like a little special uh, since we were on a season it break is. it is it's kind of like back-to-back goodness so if you're listening Look to at this, you. this week we have another episode coming out a mix coming yes out. perfect okay, in so time it's gonna for, be... yeah go ahead tell them about it yeah I mean, like, it's going to be about the holiday season. You know, it is getting a little colder and you can smell the fruit salad, mm. and the hamunado. And the everything. pumpkin pie. Oh my here. gosh, I'm going to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we are going to talk about that in the next episode. It's going to be something special, maybe a little bit shorter, but it's um, something that you can listen to, maybe inspire you before inspire. you buy your gifts. And you know what else in, would okay. inspire you? Just in case that didn't inspire you enough, you have mm-hmm. a chance to get a 
pretty big prize. Like it's a great, great prize. Yon. Yon, indeed. So make sure you listen. It's coming out this week, probably even tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this, it's probably coming out tomorrow. Okay, so just stay tuned. Anything else? Uh, our social media. Follow us on social media. That's it, man. Um, yeah. Once he's still open, so order your coffee and that's it. All right. Uh, let us extra song, Rika G. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.